0: buying an existing property versus building your own property on a new piece of land. I've had great success over the past 25 years with both, so impartial to both options. In property, there's three ways you can increase your equity and wealth, buy a discount, add some value and capital growth. I'm going to talk about the factors to consider. I'm John Pigeon, and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. So let's look at the factors to consider for buying existing property first of all. The condition of the property. We need to ensure that not a lot of works need to be done as the property investor. Now, if we're a builder, we can repair it ourselves, etc., etc., that's great. However, how much time do we want to spend putting into improving the property? We need to get a thorough building and pest inspection. So the condition of the property is really important when we buy existing property. Secondly, we're going to be buying in an existing suburb. So that's a positive because we know the owner occupier ratio, we know the vacancy rates, we know the general demographics of the area because it's been there for 30, 40, 50, 100 years, right? So that is a definite positive. Another positive or a factor is that we can get a tenant in straight away. So we know the cash flow. We know that the process will be over pretty quickly. Once we settle on that property, We recruit a property manager and we've got that tenant in there. We understand what the cash flow of that property is doing and it's set and forget and then we get back on with our life. Right. So they're probably the main three factors to consider when we're buying existing property and I will say as a final point that there's more options out there for buying existing property. There's many more existing properties around the country than there are Options to buy or build your own property on a piece of land. So let's talk about the new build options or, or the new build scenario. So, first of all, time to build. There's a process to go through. You might settle on that land, and then that time to build may be six, nine, 12 months, depending on the, the size of the build. The process and the mindset around doing this is a really important one. And if we're not up for that, then it's not worth the hassle. We just prefer that existing property and get on with our life, as I mentioned. So the the holding costs need to be factored in when we're building this property. There's going to be progress payments and as those progress payments increase, the holding costs are going to increase. But generally what I say, and there's a misconception out there, is that when we're buying existing property, we pay stamp duty on the whole purchase price as an investor. When we're buying a new build or building on a piece of land, we pay stamp duty on the land only, which means we might save ourselves six, seven, eight, nine thousand dollars 9000 whatever the price may be. That amount we've saved is put towards the holding cost when we're building the property. So that's really important. Two-part contract for finance, one for land, other for build. So you can get the finance upfront secured well before you purchase and that's really important. The brand new property is also appealing for a tenant and low maintenance for you as the owner. So that's also a definite positive. Let's look at builder reliability and costs. We need to understand who we're dealing with, who's going to be building our house for the next 12 months and the cost in doing that. I would always ask for a fixed price contract and no variables in that. It's it's purely a fixed price, set and forget, landscaping, gardens, driveways, a whole lot. So we've got no variables and we've got finance on it. There's depreciation benefits. So depreciation is claimed back at tax time presuming that the value of the building is going down year on year and it's at its highest in depreciation when it's obviously brand new. So there's more depreciation benefits in new versus buying something that's 30 years old. New estates or suburbs – we need to understand that when we're building new, we might be in a new estate or even a new suburb, a whole new suburb may be being built, right? So for me personally, I want to buy in the early stages of those estates or we may even buy in an infield development, which is basically in an existing suburb and there may be only three or four lots there, right? We've got a lot more certainty around the demographics if we do that. And then the last factor to consider for a new build is the builder's warranty. We know that once we build that property, that there'll be a builder's warranty in place for a few years beyond that, which ensures that if there's something wrong with the property and it's a builder's fault, then they will come and rectify that. Okay. So all in all, existing property versus new build, there are pros and cons to both. It needs to fit your strategy and your mindset. Contrary to the belief out there, Both are viable options, and wealth can be created with all property if you know what you're looking for and you research well. I've got a video explaining both. See the link below if you want to check that out. I'm John Pigeon, and you've been listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.